podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. Back with another podcast and... uh... It's been an eventful week. We had the Super Bowl, which I thought was great fun. Zach Thomas finally got into the Hall of Fame, and uh, Fangio finally signs his contract uh, to become our defensive coordinator. So we'll talk about that today, and we'll look at uh, some potential free agents that Miami could look at, at both quarterback and and running back. And uh, Daniel Ryan will break that down for us. They're sitting here with me. Uh, Daniel, how you doing? I'm doing well. What's up, Finn fans? Glad to be back. This was probably the best week for Dolphins football in a in a in a few weeks. There. In a few weeks, yeah. Since the since the season ended for sure. Ryan, how are you? I am doing very well. My favorite all time player made it to the Hall of Fame. So can't get much better than that. All right. So let's let's talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, I did pick the Chiefs to win. Not that I'm bragging or anything. <laughs> How'd you guys like the game? Go ahead, Daniel. Yeah, I thought it was a fantastic game. I also picked the Chiefs to win, although I don't brag on myself these days much. Not much. <laughs> no. I kind of figured that Mahomes would find a way to win and. While the game was fantastic from start to finish, it felt a lot like a Philly W most of the game. I think the Chiefs had them exactly where they wanted them. (laughs) I mean, it looks like it, right? Um, Uh They come in and they scored on every possession in the second half, even though Mahomes was on that bum ankle. And you've seen the kind of firepower that they had specifically when they started to mix in the run game. I mean, they ran the ball like 10 times on that scoring drive to start the second half. And... While there was some drama around the final possession, you had to kind of know that whoever held the ball last was going to win. And I don't count that uh, that Hail Mary. The noodle-armed Hail Mary by Jim oh, Hurts. Yeah, that was a duck. I don't know what I, happened I don't that. know what happened there. If you watch it, he slipped when he was throwing that ball. Okay. Yeah, well, they all had problems with slipping on that field. Yep. I would say the same thing if I was Hurts in that situation. Um, But, (laughs) you know, it's too bad that it came down to that penalty because really that's exactly what happened. Uh, I didn't see a bunch of holding calls during the game. I guess I wasn't paying attention to that. People said that they didn't call him throughout the game, and then they decided to call him in the most important pivotal moment. Well, the thing is, everybody's looking at the right arm, and the left arm is where the holding was. He had a a grip Mm -hmm. on the guy's jersey. It's holding. It was it was definitely by letter of the law it was a holding penalty and when you see him you got to call him. So I I don't have too much beef with it. It was just too bad that it came that that happened in that moment because you have the boo birds and all the people talking the crazy drama they like to talk when uh when something happens in a game. And uh it was an excellent Super Bowl. You don't like to see games decided by a penalty, but my thought has always been, whether it's the Dolphins or anybody else, 
if you let an official lose a game for you, you, you didn't play right. You know yeah. what I mean? You didn't do enough. So if you're Philadelphia, you, you got to say that, you know, you had opportunities that you didn't take advantage of. And, and uh, that's how it goes. You know, not, not, both teams can't win. Absolutely. And any coach worth their salt will say the same thing. You know, it doesn't come down to one play. And Never. It was a fantastic game. I, I'm excited for my chief fan friends. I have a lot of them. Um, Do you? Yeah, they were out in full force on Facebook. Uh, they always are, right? And uh, I'm happy for them. And, and Philly had a hell of a season, man. They, It's too bad. They had three championship chances this, this year in their professional sports and lost in the championship in all three. So I feel kind of bad for Philly fans, but well, they're, they're a rough don't crowd. Don't feel too so. bad for them. Yeah. At least they got there, right? <laughs> they're a rough crowd, though. So uh, yeah, they I can't feel too bad for them. I enjoyed the game. I thought it was competitive. I thought they were evenly matched teams. It was a good game. Really very entertaining game. What'd you think of the commercials, Ryan? There were some really good ones, and there were some uh, very forgettable ones. Uh-huh. I'm what, still what trying. What was your favorite? Uh, probably the Ben Affleck at the Dunkin' Donuts. I, that uh-huh. one kind of stuck out with me a little bit. Um, I'm still confused about the M&M's commercial with Maya Rudolph. <laughs> I have no idea what they were doing there. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I can guess which one was Mike's favorite. What do you think? Without even asking. I bet it was John Travolta. <laughs> you know, that that's up there. I got to be honest with you. I like that one a lot. Just that because I one. haven't seen him in so long, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the Alicia Silverstone good. Clueless one was good, too. Yeah, there were a few good ones. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Zach Thomas finally making the Hall of Fame. Finally. I mean, obviously, we all admire the guy for the way he played, the way he studied, you know, his craft. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the smartest players you'll ever find. And, and you know, he, he worked for it. I mean, you know, he was too small, too slow. Everybody's heard the story. But, uh, you know, he, he put in the work. And, that, you know, that's, that's what happens. You work hard and then you give it everything you've got. And you've got a chance to be great. And uh, he took advantage of that chance. Yeah, it's great to see him finally get that call and watching Jimmy Johnson stand there and get emotional telling him makes us emotional as Dolphins mm-hmm. fans. I think I can speak for all of us. It makes us emotional. I mean, Zach was a, a five-time first-team All-Pro, you know, 33 turnovers in his career, four touchdowns. He's fifth. Count them, one, two, three, four, five all-time in tackles. That's an amazing feat for a, a guy out of Texas Tech who was not expected to really be much as a pro. So, Ryan, he's your favorite player. Absolutely. Uh, how did it make you feel seeing him get that How ball? did it make you feel? I will say the, the minute I saw that he got nominated, I went straight online and bought a new Zach Thomas jersey, which unfortunately didn't fit. <laughs> but, oh. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, seeing him – Seeing the video of Jimmy Johnson, you know, showing up at his house, his family there. I mean, that like hit me right in the heart. I thought that was amazing. I, I, I grew up watching this guy. I grew up playing football, playing middle linebacker, and I was studying Zach Thomas, trying to do what he did. And I've had discussions with people over the last couple of days, you know, everybody, oh, well, Zach Thomas doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. That defense does not do what it did without Zach Thomas. You don't have Kevin Mawai, Peyton Manning, all these other guys saying they had the game plan for anyone other than Zach Thomas. 
he was the heart Whoever of says he didn't belong didn't watch yeah <laughs> i'm glad i, I don't say. surround yeah. myself with those types of people because <laughs> <laughs> my friends know how much uh zach thomas to, to deserve to be there and you know honestly he's in with a great class so it's cool to see mm-hmm. some of the people that he's going into the hall with but i i honestly think he could have made it four years ago you know and it would have been uh, it would have been warranted then just as much as it is now and i don't know about you guys but i would love to make a trip to canton this august it's always well been on we're, my we're talking list. about it and very yeah. well may happen yeah it's always been on my bucket list to go and uh, what better time? I didn't get to see Marino go in. I didn't get to see Taylor go in. What better time than to go watch 54 in person? Yeah, I've been to the Hall of Fame, but I've never been to an, you know, an enshrinement. And I, I would like mm-hmm. to go uh, if Absolutely. it's possible. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Let's it's be a real. Long way, it long ways away from where I live, but uh, I'd like to be able to do it. And I, I think that uh, Elma's probably going to talk me into it. Yeah, I she's mm-hmm. gonna try to talk me into it too, but I get to talk myself into it. It's all about the it's all about the dollars, right? Because that is not a cheap trip. Those uh those enshrinement ceremonies are a wanted ticket. So getting in and being able to take part is something that uh that not very many people get to do and it's expensive every year. Yeah. yeah. And let's be real, you know, when's the next guy from the Dolphins gonna get in the Hall of Fame? Who is the next guy? Well, yeah. let's hope Richmond gets in. Let's you know, hope it's Richmond, Webb yes. deserves his spot there. Uh, it's been way too I, long. I, I can name five guys who should be in that aren't. Yeah. <laughs> right. And a lot but, of those guys, sadly, their time is probably gone already. They're not. They well, a lot of those guys, never, yeah. It's never totally gone because there is a senior committee. But to That's get, true. To get through that committee and get elected is a lot harder for the seniors than it is for the guys who have just retired. Yeah, right. there's a lot of guys who deserve that don't ever make it, and it's sad. I mean, I'm a big believer that Kuchenberg should be in the hall, and uh, Richmond mm-hmm. Webb should be in the hall, and then and there's other guys you can talk about. I mean, there's there's Clayton who uh, was a fantastic receiver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's just guys that that really could be there. Uh, Jake Scott, Dick Anderson, two great safeties. Yep. Uh, you know, a lot of guys on that team were really, really good, and and you know Manny Fernandez, uh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, Bill Stanfield. These these guys were great players, and uh, you know they've been ignored because they were part of a no name defense, and yep. that's kind of sad because uh, they deserved it. Absolutely. But anyway, um, and then later on, you know, you had Baumhauer, who was one of the best nose tackles in in that era really a great player and uh you know he's another guy that should be looked at and isn't so i mean i could do this all day and i'll probably frustrate people so we'll move on um <laughs> we except uh, for the ones who agree with you mike well yeah, there's a lot exactly. of them that agree with you man these guys these guys are overlooked and there's a miami be- bias and i don't know why there is but there is there always has been there is but if you consider to if you look eliminate the senior committee and you're looking at the guys who are you know, getting nominated those five, there's not going to be another Dolphin on that list until, you know, maybe Xavier Howard, if he gets considered. Possibility. Well, we got a ways to wait. We do. Yeah. We'll have to see how the, how his final years go, because last year wasn't a good one. He needs to put in another good season or two. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Now he's uh, got the Mangio. Welcome to (laughs) Miami officially, Vic. Yes. Well, that's just what I was going to say. 
not in those words, but that was what I was going to say. <laughs> so now that you've said it, host. Uh, well, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was just kind of talking up X, you know, like we have a chance to see X succeed again. Do you think Fangio will make a difference in how X plays? I think Fangio can make a difference in how every player on that defense plays. I really and truly do. But here's I the thing. That, is there X, more? <laughs> <laughs> there, could, X, there could definitely be more. Here's the thing. X is a, a man coverage corner. Fangio tends to go more zone scheme. So it's going to be in X's, you know, he's turning, is he, what is he, 30, 31 years old this He'll year? He'll be 30. He'll be 30. You know, he's got an injury history. Can he come in and learn the zone defense? Can that of course he can. Be, they they play they play zone. It's just they're they predominantly do just, man, right? And you know our defense has been burned a few times in zone coverage, so it's well, going to be that's can, where the coach comes in. <laughs> that is where the coach comes in. But you know, given his injury history and his age, if he picks it up, you know the way we expect him to, then that could kind of launch him back into talks of being one of the best defenders in the NFL. Agreed, but he's got to do it. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, and as you lose a step as a defender, it's tougher to stay in man coverage against mm-hmm. these amazing athletes that are coming into the league at wide receiver and the ones that are already there for that matter. So as you age and play more zone, I think that it, it can be to his benefit because the one thing we know about X is he can anticipate and he can get his hands on the ball. And once he gets his hands on the ball, uh, you know, most of the time it comes away in our favor or it has yep. over his career. So that's one of the reasons why I think Fangio can help our defenders, even the guys who have been predominantly man. You know, if Byron Jones mm-hmm. finds a way to stick around or if we find that's a way to keep happen. him around, then I mean, <laughs> too it, much money. It's not going to happen. There's that's what find a way means uh, cut some of that money out. But yeah, I, I think that he has a real chance to affect all of our defenders with his experience, with his wisdom, and with his schemes. And you got to think about last year was such an anomaly with, you know, balls bouncing not our way, balls that should have been intercepted, fumbles that should have been recovered, just everything went wrong. You have to assume we're going to, you know, regress back to the norm. And even if 50% of those turnovers go our way, that's a huge increase. Yeah, positive I think, I think what really what yes. really made the difference though was injuries. We were just very did, unfortunate yeah. in our secondary with injuries. Yes, but even when guys broke on a route and you know they came underneath, the ball went right through their hands, or they dropped it, or when a fumble popped loose, you know our guys just were not there to to follow. Yeah, you on said it. that already. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what. <laughs> I, yeah, I wasn't disagreeing with you. <laughs> Ryan, talk about the quarterbacks that uh, will be available in free agency and who might Miami uh, have an interest in. Yeah, so uh, hot name, Lamar Jackson, would not mm. be my choice. First okay. of all, you, you got to trade for him, so he's not a free agent. He just, he would not be part of this conversation, but I know that's the name everybody, you know, especially on the Facebook page, wants. But the mm-hmm. reality is... Don't put me in that group. Whoa, well, whoa, whoa. Okay. Isn't, well, he, isn't he a free agent, though? He's not under contract, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, he is. He is a free agent. He's yeah, he's an unrestricted an, he's a free, free agent. agent. Yes, they uh, the fifth year option. The onus is still on Baltimore to offer him a contract. 
Yeah. But he is a free agent and he was not offered what he thinks he's worth. So that's why the talk is there. Right. Right. He he wants <laughs> what? Uh, 200 million or whatever it is. Well, here here's the thing. According to one of the websites that I've looked up, his estimated annual value is 40.7 million, which is a 244 million dollars over 6 years. That's How much is it? Two hundred and forty-four million over a six-year contract. Over six years. Yeah, so it's forty point seven million per year. Okay, that's a lot. Of course, <laughs> it's a lot. So of scratch. the reality is, we're looking at somebody to come in and back up Tua because Tua's, you know, still on a rookie contract. We got him for another year. There's a, quite a few names out there. You got your Daniel Jones. You got your Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold makes a lot of sense because he's got the bigger body frame. He's not going to get injured, but he can get these quick short passes out kind of what we saw Tua doing and he's not going to cost a lot of money either he's averaging about 5.1 million a year as a backup people just stop listening (laughs) (laughs) i'm tuning out right now i i'm trying to figure out (laughs) it's an option i'm i'm throwing a couple of names out there he is one of them so okay. another another give name. me somebody else because I don't like that one. <laughs> All right, what I do you think? Hate about, me some Sam Darnold. Just saying. How about Taylor Heineke? Yeah. Eh. That's yeah. a guy who's got some experience. Yeah. He's got some experience. Yeah. He came into a bad situation in Washington and did pretty well. You know, again, he's going to be a backup, but this is another guy who's looking at eighteen, nineteen million a year. You're not going to pay that to a backup. Um, yeah, who's in our budget? In our budget, uh, a name that you might actually like, because I know you liked him coming out of college. What about Baker Mayfield? I think he's going to get a starting job. Do you really? Yeah, I do. Well, let's say he doesn't. He's somebody who could come in. Well, as a if he doesn't, then then you know, then it's a matter of who offers him the most money, and he'll still command a decent amount of money. Do we bring <laughs> our guy back? Do That's we bring Teddy Bridgewater back? Yes. Do in my know? opinion, I... the answer is no. No. He he does not fit what this offense does. The offense has changed too much between him and Tua. So if Tua does go down, you're throwing the game plan out. And then Teddy, you know, the both times he got playing time this year, he got hurt. Well, that's un- that's unfortunate. But, you know, if, we, if we're going to hold that against him, we got to hold it against Tua too, right? And that's part of it is we're looking at a backup quarterback because of Tua and because of his injuries. This is not something other teams have to do where they have to go out and find the best backup quarterback in the league. We do. And that's where guys like Sam Darnold, whether you like him or not, guys like Daniel (laughs) Jones, guys like Baker, if he doesn't get a starting job, these are guys that we seriously need to be looking at. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I think there's a fair, uh, there's a world in which you think it's fair that one of these guys looks at our situation similar to what Jameis Winston looked at uh, when he went to New Orleans a couple of years back, right? I'm mm-hmm. going to sit behind a guy, I'm going to learn uh, the scheme, and then I'm going to take over when this guy leaves because there's a potential, A, that we don't pick up the fifth-year option with Tua, or B, that he has another injury and it. It may just not work out. I'm not mm-hmm. 100% convinced that Baker finds a, a starting job somewhere. And if he does not, Miami is a place that makes sense for him for the same sort of reasons. I'm not saying that I'm a Baker fan. I, I like his moxie, 
but I'm just not sh- I'm sure sh- I'm not sure yet. I'm not sold on Baker Mayfield the quarterback. The one name that I would say to look out for that I didn't hear you mention was a guy named Gardner Minshew. Gardner yep. Minshew, for the similar reasons, is a guy, he's got some experience, he's started, and he could look at the situation in Miami and say, this is a real spot where I could come in and play and earn a job if something happens to the starter. So that would be the one guy I would take Minshew over Sam Darnold. Uh, I'm not a Darnold guy. Daniel Jones, I think, is gonna get is gonna get uh gonna get tagged. I don't see him being mm-hmm. available. There's some speculation that uh, Mayfield may end up with the Ravens or uh, the Saints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see the Saints. I could see the, I could Saints, see the Saints, too. Saints. Now, I agree with you as far as uh, he goes. He kind of reminds me of like a Nick Foles like kind of guy. Just not the way. Not so much his arm strength, not so much his build, but the way he plays. He is a very good backup, and I agree that he would fit into our situation. He could offer that kind of mentorship because he was a guy that he was not supposed to make it to the NFL. He was actually on track to become a graduate assistant coaching in college, and he transferred schools and ended up starting at quarterback and made it to the NFL. So that's one guy. Um, Another name out there is Nick Mullins who he has some experience with Mike McDaniel. He's uh, operated in that San Francisco uh, offense. So that's another name to consider too. And neither of those guys would cost more than about two or three million a year. Yeah, I could I understand the Nick Mullins thing. I see Yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. We'd like to throw a shout out to DraftKings for sponsoring our show. And uh here's a little message and we'll be right back. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place the same game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. So download the app now and sign up with code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NBA with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio and see the show notes for details. What do you got for us with running backs, Daniel? Well, I've got a list of five guys who, I, as I look at, they have, if not an extensive track record in the similar size, similar type of offense that we're looking to run as far as the wide zone scheme. At least they have a little bit of experience in it. Uh, I'll start with the guys who have just a little bit. Uh, a couple of guys who have run uh, the zone scheme, outside zone, and the pros for one or maybe two years. Uh, and I'll start with a guy that we probably don't like very much, but played in the outside zone last year in New England, and that's Damian Harris. Damian Harris coming out of Alabama was obviously a stud. He played in that, that wide zone there. And he has been known for being hard-nosed, and he gets the extra yards. Uh, I like Damian Harris, even though he has a very little experience in the outside zone here in the pros. Uh, another guy, a little bit older, 
but had some experience in it this year with a, with an offensive coordinator named Justin Oten is a guy named Melvin Gordon. So Melvin Gordon is is a man that we have already flirted with in free agency before. You know, I would have liked to have seen him here several years ago. How old is he now? He's going to be 30. He's going to be 30. But he does have a little bit of experience. He also has experience with Frank Smith in in the at the Chargers. Well, you, you can't rule it out because they they, you know, they signed Mostert and they yeah. signed uh, Wilson and those are not youngsters. So. Yep, he mm-hmm. had so he has experience there, and he has some experience with Vic Fangio, because he was in Denver a couple of years ago with Vic. So there's there's two different aspects there, uh, and then a guy named David Montgomery. So he played last year in Luke Getzey's offense. Getzey is a Matt Lafleur guy, so there was a lot of outside zone going on there. Now when he came over to Chicago, Getzey, I mean, there was a lot of talk whether Montgomery would fit. Uh, a round peg in a square hole is, is the way they were explaining it. And yeah. I thought he did well. Like they gave more run to Herbert than I think a lot of people thought they were going to, mm-hmm. but he still averaged 4.0 yards per carry, which was like the, the second or third most in his career. And he's a guy who you can count on down in the red zone. He breaks tackles, he gets in the end zone, and he c- catches it like an 80% clip. So I like David Montgomery a lot even if uh, he has maybe the least amount of experience because he didn't play outside zone in college either. He was an inside zone guy, a gap guy. Don't you think they'll make a play to bring the guys they had back? I I think they probably will. Yeah. I mean, I think it makes a lot of sense, but for this, uh, for this activity, I didn't uh, mention either one of those guys. I didn't go with either one of those guys. I, I think it would probably be smart for a couple of reasons. One, the experience they already have with, with McDaniel in particular, you know, they both have that history, but also the scheme. Kevin, who, who are you more impressed with, Wilson or Mustard? I was impressed by both of them, man. I don't, I'm not sure I can say one or the other. Mostert coming down the stretch for sure. I thought he was playing really well. He was breaking off big runs. He was carrying the load. Right when he got to Miami, Wilson impressed the shit out of me. Uh-huh. Uh, he played really well, and he played well in San Francisco too. So I think it would make a lot of sense to bring both guys back, but neither they're different, guy. They're different backs. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they really are, you know, but uh, uh, Mossard has that game-breaking ability that uh, Wilson probably doesn't have. But, uh, you know, of, of the two, I have trouble determining who I like better, and that's why <laughs> yeah. I asked you the question. <laughs> oh, me too, man. Me too. Yeah. And, and honestly, it doesn't matter which one because neither one of them are really a bell cow. You know, right. they can't carry the load without getting hurt. Uh, Mostert in particular is getting a little older, and they need somebody else. They need somebody else in that Well, they do. They, they have to supplement the backs either through the draft or through free agency. Even if they brought both of those guys back, I think it's important to bring on another back who can carry a load. Yep. I have two other names on here. One of okay. them I'll just I'll skim by real quick. That's Kareem Hunt. Kevin Stefanski has been known for running some outside zone, and Kareem Hunt has been around. He's not a flashy name anymore, and he kind of fell off last year, but Kareem Hunt is a dangerous weapon. And then the guy that I like the most, he's been playing in the outside zone since he was in college at Boise State, and that's Alexander Madison from Minnesota. Alexander Madison, every time Dalvin Cook goes down, Madison is having a huge game. Every time he touches the ball, he has game-breaking ability. 
and he finds the damn end zone. So well, if, if all that's true, Minnesota's going to resign him. It, they they would be smart to, but I think that it's a, a real possibility that he wants to go be a starter somewhere else. He's been playing second fiddle to Dalvin Cook for long enough. He's run through his first contract. I think he's going to go sign somewhere else to be the number one. And if if uh, Chris Greer is smart, uh, listen to what I'm saying now, Chris. Go <laughs> sign Alexander Madison because he's going to be exactly what we need if you can get him on co- under contract. Now, there's a name that I know is a free agent that we've been linked to, but you didn't bring up, Daniel. Do you know who that is? Tell me. Saquon Barkley. <laughs> yeah, he's not coming. <laughs> Here's the thing about Saquon Barkley. Uh, he's not coming to Miami. <laughs> if, I tend even, to agree they, with you. Yeah, even if for some reason the Giants find a way to let him walk in free agency, he's going to be too high priced for us, and we don't need to put that much money into an aging back like that. So, but he, He's still elite, and uh, he's not going anywhere. He'll end up back where he is. You say aging, he's only well, 26. Yeah, okay, so I say aging because I'm a fantasy guy, and when mm-hmm. you're 26 or 27, it's time to move on. Uh, yep. So he is still a young and elite back, and he showed it last year. I just don't see it working in Miami because of the salary. Of course. Now, I'm gonna, I have two other names. I don't know if you've had a chance to look them up. Uh, one of them is Deanerus Johnson out of Cleveland. He was the uh, backup to Nick Chubb. So when Chubb went down, he got pretty pretty good play time. Um, and the other one is a guy we've seen a little bit up in Buffalo, Devin Singletary. Yeah, so actually Dernis Johnson is a guy that it's riding along in the same vein as Kareem Hunt. He's mm-hmm. got some experience doing it. He has shown out in a few instances. But my problem with Dernis is he's not a special teams guy. Uh, you see him, he was inactive for a bunch of games because he didn't play on special teams. And yep. then additionally, he would, when he had his shot, he didn't always show up to play. Uh, he had some real duds when it was just him. And uh, that concerns me about a guy like Ernest. Although he does have talent, a lot like a lot of these guys. Devin Singletary, I am not sure that Devin ever played in a wide zone scheme. But I like what he has to offer. And uh, if it meant taking him away from Buffalo, I'd be okay with it. I think almost everybody runs some wide zone. They may not mm-hmm. specialize in it completely, but they all run some of it. So I think everybody's had some experience with it, um, especially your speedier guys. But, uh, you know, I, w- I wouldn't worry so much about, you know, who, who has and who hasn't had experience uh, because everybody's had a little bit. Yeah. If I asked you, Ryan, what quarterback would you bang the table for if you were sitting in on those meetings? It would be Baker. I think his skills, his ability, you know, number one overall draft pick a few years ago. I think if he came into this system with Mike McDaniel, he learned, he sat there behind Tua and Tua goes down. I think Baker comes in and not only does he lead this offense, I think he puts a bigger target on Tua's back for them to say, you know, why are we going to gonna sign this kid to a fifth year? Yep. And uh, Daniel, who would you bang the table for at running back? Uh, it would have to be Madison from Minnesota. I just think the kid has a lot. He has a lot of juice, and I think he could make a difference. 
I think you're probably right. Mm-hmm. A little worried about Baker. I like Baker. You know, I do. But I, I don't know that he's where I'd want to go if I'm Chris Greer. Who would you go for? I got to find somebody who can compete with Allen. So that's that's a tough question. Mm-hmm. But I don't, think ba- I don't think Baker is that guy. I'm not sure any of these uh, free agents are outside of maybe, you know, number eight in Baltimore. Yeah. Well, there's also David Carr. Or not David Carr, but uh, Derek Carr. Carr. Derek. Yeah. Derek. Yeah, but that that you're committing a lot of money to him, and that is him coming in as your starting quarterback. Yeah, they're they're not going to do that, but at least not this year. Maybe next year, not this year. And with Lamar Jackson, you know, I know he's a guy that a lot of people want. You got this offense does not. I don't think it works with him. I think you have to focus a lot more on the getting the right running back. So getting like a Saquon Barkley beefing up that offensive line, and in all reality, Hill and Waddle probably wouldn't get a lot of, you know, stats. They wouldn't get a lot of, as much as they're getting right now, and I think they would become expendable. Yeah, I think with him, you need to be more of a power team than than a wide zone team, but, you know, that's just my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you know, uh, it's interesting because they don't have a lot of money to play with, and they're going to have to get creative at some positions and, and you know, figure out a way to get things done. And, uh, you know, as, as you know, when they do that, it, they tend to kick the can down the road. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, by offering big bonuses or and then prorating that out, you know, over a number of years forward. So we'll have to see what they do. Uh, I don't think they're going to be a heavy player in free agency. I just don't. But yeah. uh, it wouldn't shock me if they were. Um, it's just going to be a matter of how they have their finances structured going forward, you know, and, and what their what their goal is. Right now is their window, and I don't know how long they want to extend that window out. And that's that's really the wild card, you know. Uh, if they feel like. Uh, they have a two-year window after this year, then they can do some things uh, and maybe get a little more aggressive. So we'll have to see. Well, you got to think about Xavier Howard. How long does he have? How long does you know Tyreek Hill have? And if Tua doesn't work this year, you know you got to go back to the drawing board in that position as well. Well, you know you've got you've got aging veterans, but Hill is probably going to be. I mean, he's 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 a special player. He's probably <laughs> going to be good for two, three more years at least. Right. Um, Howard, I'm a little more concerned about. We don't know if he's starting to decline or if he was just struggling with injuries last year. We don't know the answer to that. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. Um, but they do have uh, Kahoo, and they have some other youngsters who I think they're happy with, and. Uh, I think that they think they'll probably be okay, but regardless of that, they still need to add some cornerbacks just because you need to have a number of them. Yep. Let me ask you this one question, and, and I won't ask another. <laughs> Is there any reason that Miami shouldn't be better next year than they were this year? Well, really, you, you would hope that they don't suffer as many injuries as they did this year, especially on defense. You have to figure that Fangio is going to improve that unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if both of those things happen, yeah, we're going to be better. Um, the question is how much better, uh, the question is how much better is Tua? you know, uh, he's got to find an answer. The team's clogging the middle of the field mm-hmm. and he really hadn't done that, you know, and then he got hurt and that was that. So that's going to be his challenge starting the season. Well, he's taken judo now, so maybe he can use some of those moves he learns. <laughs> <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> 
Uh, that's that's pretty funny. I mean, you know, I <laughs> I, I hope it helps him, uh, but. You guys know quarterbacks get hit, and yep. you don't always have a chance to break your fall. Mm-hmm. You've got to in- inherently know how to fall. Yeah, uh, and it, you know he's a small guy, so there's you know less less body to absorb the impact. He yep. has no grace when he goes down, and it's like he's stiff as a board. So if yeah. he can figure yeah. out a way to kind of relax his body, you know, it's kind of like. Uh, <laughs> When you're jumping on a trampoline and you f- land flat on your back, you don't you want to be able to move with that trampoline. Otherwise, you got every uh, muscle in your body is aching afterwards. Yep. So it's been a long time since I jumped on a trampoline. <laughs> Let's get you. <laughs> hey, we're gonna go to Canton and we're gonna rent a trampoline. I don't even know if that's a thing. Uh, hey, I, I Sky Zone. Sky Zone is a thing. You could that's probably true. find one in <laughs> Buffalo's parking lot. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. <laughs> you're not going there. Huh? No. Maybe if it's uh, sunny and 75. Uh, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> At least not during football season. Maybe during the summer. So anyway, uh, anything else you guys got? That's it for me. Just one Crickets, last huh? congratulations yeah. to Zach. Uh, Dolphins Nation is super proud of you. And uh, we're, Yeah, we're I'm really happy thrilled. for him. We're yeah. Yeah. If you just talk about people deserving it, just deserving it, and I'm not talking about by his play, I'm talking about as a person, yeah. uh, the effort that he put into his craft, you're just so happy for him, you know, to mm-hmm. see that he's finally getting recognized. Because to be turned away, you know, those four years had to be tough, you know? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm happy and, for him. And really another, happy for him. Another shout out to him. I'm so sorry. I uh, did not mean to interrupt you. Um, no, go ahead. Just, and one other thing, Zach, you know, we, we heard what you said about not going to New England. And, uh, you know, that is something that we may have easily overlooked. And uh, we don't want to ever see our guys go there after they're done in Miami. So <laughs> thank you for not going and being a Patriot. <laughs> and uh, yep. Yeah, I'd second that or third it or whatever the case <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, that's going to be it, I guess. Uh, Thanks for joining me this evening. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for listening, everybody. We really do appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back next week. We'll talk some more free agents. All right. Good night, guys. Fins up. Fins up, everybody. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care. Podcast Network.